Good afternoon and hope you're doing well this Erev Shabbos. We're going to break from our regular custom of looking in this week's Torah portion, which is Bamidbar, to share one of the thousands of relevant messages that we can pull into our everyday life. Given everything that's happening in the world around us, there's a couple of thoughts that I'd just like to share with the Chevra. I put it in writing in the community and I just wanted to share it with everyone listening. See, entering into Shabbat when we often wish each other a Shabbat Shalom, a Shabbos of peace, I wanted to send out some thoughts that really, truly just come from the heart, some actions that we can take with us into the days ahead on a day when we feel that peace, as we say Shabbat Shalom, is still so elusive. You know, this has been a horrific week, a painful week in Israel for our brothers and sisters, those fighting on the front lines and those living their day-to-day lives throughout the land, which has now been turned into front lines. And it's been difficult for all of us. Israel's family here who watch and pray from the sidelines. You know, I find it difficult to process because it's just not what's meant to be. It's often explained that the purpose and juxtaposition of the celebration of Yom HaZikaron, the day before Yom Atzmut, is to reinforce in us that the reason we are able to celebrate our independence is because of the many, many sacrifices that were made. That is often the nature of life, and one cannot, in fact, must not fully celebrate until and unless they appreciate the sacrifices which granted them the gift and the privilege to celebrate. However, this past week, the exact opposite reminder was reinforced. We were awakened to the sad reality that still to this day, we continue to sacrifice. Just as the Jewish people gathered to celebrate Yom Yerushalayim, a day that celebrates the miraculous reunification of Jerusalem, our commitment to being a place where everyone in the world is welcome, the day that enables Jews to pray at the Kotel to offer prayers, all of which end our prayers with peace. This year, that day morphed into one of fear and terror and began a period of yet another battle with those who wish to destroy us. In the midst of our celebrations, we were awakened to the reality that there is still much sacrifice that is being made. You know, as we all know, in our shuls, we face towards the east. When a person prays the Amidah, the Shemona Esrei, they face the east, and we so longingly say, Libi B'Mizrach, our hearts are always in the east. And we're now about to enter into Shabbat, followed by Shavuos. However, these days aren't carrying the same level of celebration as usual. These are days when Israel needs our prayers from around the world more than ever, and we must direct our prayers for and to that East. In addition, as we search for what we can do, we look at our tradition to help guide us. And perhaps both Shabbos and Shavuos themselves carry with them two of the many suggestions, and you might have more of how we can approach these days ahead with this mindset. So first of all, Shabbos. While saying the most famous prayer, L'cha Dodi, written in Israel in the 16th century, we face, as with all prayers, towards Jerusalem. However, the last stanza finds us doing something surprising, turning around and facing the back of the shul, with our backs to Jerusalem. And the question is, why? And the answer is given that we recite the words that begin the final stanza, Boi B'Shalom, come in peace. May peace come. We turn and in fact, as is our custom, we take steps towards the back of the shul to remind ourselves that we have to actively pray for and bring in a time of peace if we're going to see it. Peace is not something that happens passively. So for a Shabbat Shalom, which is really the peace of the whole world, we can't stand by and just watch. We have to actively turn around in our lives and see what is going on and actively pray to greet that peace.
This Shabbos when Israel needs our prayers for peace more than ever. This tefillah has never been more important. If you always say l'cha dodi, say it a little slower and direct those prayers and thoughts to Hashem on behalf of our people and storm the heavens with your desire for peace to come. And if you don't normally say that prayer, perhaps this is the week to say it or even consider starting saying it every Arab Shabbos. It's a beautiful prayer and a powerful one and one that we truly need now more than ever. Secondly, Shavuos. We often think of Shavuos as the day we receive the Torah, when in reality, according to our tradition, it's actually the day before we receive the Torah, which obviously leads to the question, how could we get the date off by one whole day? However, as we know, and we've said it many times on this podcast, nothing in Judaism is accidental or off by a little, but rather there's always a message for the generations that our tradition wants to reinforce. If we receive the Torah the day after Shavuos, Then the question is, what happened on Shavuos? And the Torah tells us that was the day that Vayichan Sham Yisrael Negedahar, that the Jewish people encamped around the mountain. And our sages explain that the words, and they camped, is written in singular, not plural, to teach us that we camped not as a divided people of many, but Ki'ish Echad Belev Echad, as one person with one pulsating, beating heart. The message is clear. That the work that we, especially those of us living outside of Israel, the work we have to do for Shavuos is to stop, pause, and bond with our brothers and sisters in Israel. To feel their pain as our pain. This is a time period, just like Shavuos, 3,333 years ago, when we need to come together as one person. It's a time for every Jew to see each other, no matter how different they live or how far away they live from each other, to see them and us as one, to come together as one Jewish people that transcends time, space, generations, all those differences. The precursor to us entering into the eternal covenant with God, to getting his playbook for life is to first create an eternal bond with our people. Not in theory, but in practice. There are enough people, as we're seeing in the outside world, that are not friends of our people. We, therefore, must stand now and forever side by side with our people, but really stand for and with them, as standing with them is really standing with us. And finally, let's also remember that Shavuos is about rededicating ourselves to that playbook, to God's blueprint of what we strive for the world and what our lives are supposed to look like. We're not the people of books. We're the people of the book, a book that for millennia has guided and elevated our lives, a book from which we have always drawn strength and insight into the beauty and value of what our people, our religion, our Jewish mishpacha, is all about. At the end of the day, when our enemies stand to destroy Jews, we only strengthen our Judaism even more. Plain and simple. So wishing you and our entire Jewish mishpacha Shabbat Shalom, a Shabbos truly that should herald in peace. And as always, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.